We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 112. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. Yeah, and uh, we we are taking this uh, quarantine pretty seriously. We're going to be doing uh, probably remote. I've got Corey and Shara. They're they're at their house, so we're um, piping them in through the phone so uh, I can hear you guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is just the time to kind of stay home, I think. Um, it was getting scary around here. There's a lot of people coming down with it and thought we better stay home this week. Well, and, Be safe. and that's okay. I'm totally up with that. You know, we just got a, a thing from the Taney County Health Department uh, that came down that there was a, a COVID-19 positive guy from Springfield came down to the mansion. I mean, this is public. So uh, we can say that, but yeah, uh, uh, in the, that. the middle of March and, uh, you know, he was symptomatic and, you know, set away from people, but uh, they, but that's two weeks away. So really anybody that was exposed would have had symptoms by now, I think. Is it, it's like nine days, isn't it, Shara? I mean, I, I heard it was up to two weeks. Up to two. Okay. Oh, but... that's the 14 day quarantine thing. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, but that's okay. I mean, I am, I am busy in my basement. The, the whole basement is totally torn up anyway. So it's actually kind of good we're doing this remotely. <laughs> I'm getting a new pod. Oh, yeah. You're painting and redoing. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I've got, got the wall. I got the wall cleaned and I got it taped off. I'm going to, going to start painting it. All the, uh, the, the, make getting my podcast table made so now it's just a mess so th- this is probably for the better for everybody <laughs> that we're you're gonna, gonna be you're gonna be the only one in your neighborhood with that color green on your wall i promise really i think so oh. that's a hard green to find and it's not cheap. no one else does that type of green oh but it's i mean it's the good green right yeah, but nobody paints their house in that color green. Chroma, chroma key green. That chroma key green is not popular. You probably, you probably paid a pretty penny for that gallon. Uh, it was expensive, but uh, somebody told me it was the best out there, so I got it. And it's just, it's a 15-foot by 7-foot wall portion of the wall. It's not my whole, like, basement. It's just a, uh, enough to get a couple of tables on there, and we're going to... You know, I, I, when I start doing the, the oh, and, and people who watch on our website and uh, hometowndailynews.com, I normally do a video. Those, I'm, everything's torn up right now, so I probably won't be doing an actual video till next week, but I'll be doing some audio things, and Corey's got these cool graphics that he always puts on there. Tell everybody why you're painting it green so they just know. Maybe maybe they don't understand. Oh, uh, painting it green because I'm turning uh, a portion of my studio into a a video 
studio. I'm gonna. It's uh, cr- the chroma key green. Uh, what I do uh, anytime it's I do winter menus. Do what? It's what weathermen use. That's how they have the maps behind. Them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I can Some record. You may not understand that. Yeah, I, it, right. When when uh, the TV guys are up there and they're saying and, and they're pointing to you know, the map, they're actually not pointing to the map. They're pointing to a, a green screen, <laughs> and they're they're projecting that up there. And that's what happens when I do it. When I record these these daily videos, I'm sitting in front of a green screen. And then I ship it to Corey, and Corey does his magic and then puts all these so, cool graphics. Do you always wear shorts, just like some of the weather guys on TV? Yes, I do. Can't see at him, least, can you? Nope. At least he wears pants. Well, true. as far as you know. Yeah, we would never know. <laughs> Very I'm gonna, true. I'm going I'm to think in my head you have pants on at all times. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I'm a <laughs> yeah, I know. And but, we apologize in advance because... We do have five kids. We have six kids in our house right now, and we had a birthday party today, so they're all hyped up on cake and ice cream. And so, if you hear children screaming in the background, I promise we're not killing anyone. Oh no, that's that's totally fine. Yeah, your youngest, Griffin, right? Yeah, he turned three today. Awesome. So we had to have a quarantine birthday party where no other family could come. Oh, they were all really sad, but he had a blast. Good, good. Well, at three years old, you can't go wrong. If you got cake and do you yeah. have balloons? No, we had some Mickey Mouse decorations and some hats and. Oh, perfect. He got lots of new toys. That, see, that's what's important. The kids love it. So, <laughs> well, uh, this is the soggy March uh, episode. Uh, this is the last day we're recording this Tuesday, March thirty first, last day of the month. And our Stormdar headquarters weather station has recorded, uh, how, how much we got, Corey? Is it 11 inches? Is that right? Or uh, is that for the well, year? What? Let me look real fast here. I can, I can bring, bring it right. Okay, I'm, I'm right looking to. My... 11 inches right. from March or? Just for March, we yeah. got 11 inches, 11.21 inches. Yeah. And wow. for, for the year, yeah, 21.85 for the year. So just for March... My weather station, and it's actually pretty accurate because I I had a uh, one of those our regular glass uh, rain gauges out there, and for a while, and it was pretty much saying the same amount. And I thought, how is this working? But uh, we've had some rain. Yeah, we course, have. I mean, the whole week of spring break for Branson, yeah, it rained every day. So. Yeah, and then right before we went on air here, I mean, uh, Corey, didn't you tell me there there was a what six point five earthquake in Idaho? Yeah, what about that? That's pretty crazy. And and didn't tonight? We, yes, I think so. Yeah, and wasn't there a big About an hour ago? Uh, what what was the big earthquake? Oh, in Russia, and that was last week when they, had, they issued that tsunami watch. Yes, that is that. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And severe weather is to our south. So that uh, Jonesboro tornado, and you were following it, weren't you, Corey? I was following along on radar and, and taking some different uh, shots from my radar. Think stuff we don't normally use, but I figured it would be a good time to show that off because, I mean, it was pretty cool, actually. I did a little weather school on, or I call it the Stormdar Radar School on facebook and people seem to enjoy that that that's beautiful that i mean it was totally beautiful just to get to 3d dissect a storm like that and look what's inside it i mean that's that's just amazing what technology can do these days 
I know, and you can put it right in your pocket on your phone. <laughs> My gosh. It's it's like you can chase without leaving your house. It, that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Well, and it would it even showed debris and how high up the debris was going. That's crazy. Oh, is that like ten thousand? No, it went up to twenty thousand over wow. over the city of Jonesboro. And this is something that didn't even exist ten years ago until the dual polarization radars were were added by the National Weather Service. They spent multi millions and billions of dollars to upgrade radars across the board in in the uh, United States. Added all this stuff, which I call it like you know. Up, upgrading the, the digital version of radar, basically. Yeah. But and we it, were it, able, you guys were able to add it due to your patrons, correct? Sure. It was something you had to pay Absolutely. a little bit extra for. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, we, so we, shout out we, to all of our awesome patrons. We love our patrons. But the, uh, how much rain did we get in that one day? A lot of our majority of our rain came, I believe it was last Thursday. I think uh, so. Let me let me check just just to yeah. You you keep talking. I'm going to check. I think I think we ended up with four point zero three inches. So four four of that eleven inches came in a twenty four hour period. Oh yeah, that that bit. Yeah, when we got four four inches and something. That's right. I yeah. remember that now. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm trying to figure out the days. Uh, you're going to be doing our uh, unofficial Stormdar weather climate report soon, right? I Maybe am. Maybe next day or two. That's to, yes, tomorrow, just, the next day, yes. I was just curious what the uh, what the average rainfall is for Springfield in the month of March. I'm sure it's nowhere near 11 inches, but I don't know. No. March is always kind of wet. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah, was it March comes in like a lion or it's April showers. Uh, April's supposed yes. to be wet. Uh, okay, I just yeah. found it. March 18th, 4.03 inches that day. March wow. 18th. Um, wow. I like how ambient weather's really changing their, their, uh -huh. their, they're making it more like an actual weather thing, like you were telling me. Um, let's see, I can find out the actual daily records. Okay, precipitation. Oh, that's highest precipitation. Well, shoot. I'll have to do There's that. so many different settings on our thing that you really have to take some time to, to determine. I mean, there's so much information on there. Oh, I know. that weather station. And you can look at records for back as long as we installed it, you know. So it's really cool to have. I'm really excited uh, to come back around to no, – did we make it operational in November? It, it was experimental in October because we did it in the yeah, middle of October. Yeah, I think so. And then, yeah, we, November. We installed it on October 17th, and a couple weeks later, yeah, we went operational. Yes, I love that. So I can't wait till we get to December so we can have our, our first yearly comparison of everything. That's going to be right. so, so cool. I love yeah. it. Now, didn't you say that tornado that went through Jonesboro? That was an awful tornado. It was an EF three. It was an EF three, and and yeah. it surprised me because I knew how many people were injured and how many people. You know, it, I think at first it said six people injured. I think it went up to twenty two. Now, no no fatalities. Usually with EF three, when it hits a big city like that, you're going to see some fatalities. But and and what the police say in Jonesboro is that that the coronavirus due to everything being closed 
when it hit the restaurants and the mall, well, there was nobody in it. Everybody was home and they could take cover. It was basically a blessing. In that case, they said the coronavirus was a blessing in disguise for Jonesboro because nobody was in those in those buildings or restaurants. Wow. That's amazing. Which is basically the same thing that happened with the Branson tornado on leap day of 2012. Right. Nobody was on the strip because it was in the middle of the night and it wasn't quite the season yet. Right. Season everybody was, was home. Yet. Well, and, right. and the, the weird thing is like that was, I would consider that a longer track tornado because it started and that thing just kept going and kept going. It was on going. the ground for over an hour, wasn't it? Well, the original tornado, it was the same storm, same exact path, but that original tornado did rope out, and then it reformed again right, almost right before it got to Jonesboro. Oh, that's it. It cycled back up again. Yeah, that's a thing a lot of people, and I, I try to, a lot of people don't realize, and I try to stress this uh, when we see, you know, borderline severe storms coming into Branson. It's like, these things are going to rage, and then they'll calm down, but they could cycle right back up and it sounds like that's exactly what this this tornado did it just boom it went to an ef3 and the weird and thing, thing oh yeah i think we we're going to say the same thing go ahead oh about the moderate risk area yeah wasn't that a bus? i was gonna say the jonesboro area was only in a slight risk that day yeah not even enhanced no <laughs> there was an enhanced up near st louis and to the north but then they got that moderate over a large area of Illinois. And yes, there were two or three tornado warnings up in Illinois, but nothing compared to what I thought it would be. You had a line of tornado warnings in eastern Arkansas and and southeast Missouri in that area on into the east of there. But yeah, Mother Nature just likes to play tricks on us sometimes. Well, and the thing up there at north, wasn't that a PDS? Yeah, the PDS was was the one There was a PDS tornado watch, absolutely. That's uh, a particularly dangerous situ- situation, tornado watch. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, okay. In the broad scope of things, yes, conditions were right for tornadoes. I, uh, in high, I mean, of course, in hindsight, we can always critique in hindsight, but in foresight, yeah. I mean, I could see that low pressure system, and I could see all the dynamics. It was really warm. Almost is that. You know, we almost got to in the 80s and 90 and stuff, and, and it was just got crazy warm. But the actual physical dynamics didn't really happen. And they popped okay, first they popped that thing down in, in Arkansas, the tornado watch. Mm-hmm. Then they popped the PDS way up in northeast Missouri and western Illinois, and then they filled in the gap with St. Louis. And I don't think St. Right. Louis got anything. I don't think so. No, I was talking to my friend Caroline. I said, okay, you guys are under tornado watch, blah, 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 blah. You need to watch this. It's not going to be bad. But the but the PDS was may, maybe a couple of counties north of St. Louis. So I was wondering if they were going to fill in, and they finally did. And then they canceled the, the St. Louis tornado watch early. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, okay, that's, that, that's kind of weird. And I, what day was it that we got that? The heat wave. It was like summertime. We got it to ninety-two degrees that day. Did we actually hit ninety-two? Yeah. Podcast like last week. Well, it was. We. I looked on our records, and that was the highest our weather station has seen since we installed it. Of course. Oh, that's right. We're going to get a lot more uh, 
days of that, I'm sure. Hopefully, it won't be too hot this summer. But, you know, what is the average temperature for summer? Right around in the 80s, high 80s. Uh, yeah, around 90, around like this time of year is mid 60s. Yeah. Okay, so what our weather station said is 91.4. Okay. On the 25th, I think it looks like the 25th, I think. So, somewhere, yeah. yeah, somewhere around there. That's um, all right. Yeah, we're, that's crazy for this time of year. Uh, yeah, we don't need I this, this whole thing. Oh, and speaking of that, I looked at the Climate Prediction Center. Uh, matter of fact, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I called it up, and they have all the way through uh, January of above to greatly above average temperature wise for the mid- middle of the country. Isn't that crazy? You said you said through January. Yeah, through January 2021. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, uh, now it doesn't surprise me. No. Because that's just the, the trend that the Earth's in right now. Yeah, we're, we're in this warmer thing. And, the, the, you know, the other thing, which I wonder if it's going to affect the weather, is because in China, because of the coronavirus outbreak, you probably read this, too, where all the, the, the pollution has gone way down. Well, yeah, there's a lot, of, lot less driving, and that's why your gas prices are so low right now, because the demand for fuel... Has gone way down. Yeah, but yeah. We I, filled up our tank and it lasted for like two weeks. And normally we have to fill up every couple of days. Oh, okay. because we haven't been going anywhere. Right. Absolutely. And gas is really low. It's like what they're saying. It's like gas is really cheap, but nobody can go anywhere. <laughs> you right. know, it'd be nice now. if it would be that low when we're actually traveling. Yeah, wouldn't it though? Yeah, I, I mean, I have no, I have no idea. Uh, did, didn't you send me one? One of you sent me something where in Oklahoma gas was like one thirty something a gallon. It was one twenty something. One twenty, even oh. around Nixa, no. Ozark, somewhere. I've looked. Uh, one twenty four somewhere. I've seen it lower than a dollar in Oklahoma this past week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's it's pretty crazy right now. Yeah, crazy but, times we're living in for sure. Well, and like you said, it, it, you know, nothing. It, nobody can go anywhere. So the the demand right. is is really 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 low. Um, Okay, hey, I got to tell you, I looked at something, uh, and I have I, I have a question to ask. Okay, I looked at the GFS. Okay, now this is longer range. Okay, so, uh, but it, the GFS is saying on Sunday and Monday on April 12th and 13th, there's probably, it's going to be snow in central Kansas and northwest Missouri. Uh-huh. Now. now Ask me. I'd love to get a good snow day while we're out of school. Well, while we're out of school, <laughs> I'd love but, to go but sledding. Well, but see, <laughs> ask me what my confidence level that that's going to happen. Randy, well, what's your confidence level on that? Uh, a big fat goose egg. Going to be zero uh, percent yeah. that that's going to happen. Because <laughs> that's a three hundred hour projection, uh, and again, it's eye candy. So. For for the for the novice model readers, all that means is okay. The GFS is picking up on maybe a system moving through. That's all we can say right now. It's right. Uh, I mean, I can't. It's we're in the middle of April, and if we hit ninety, we had snow on May fourth. That's true, but I think our March and April was cool. I mean, we got ninety in March, so uh, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I'm seeing gas right now. I'm looking at my app. 97 cents in Westville, Oklahoma. Where's that? There's a bunch of 99 cents. So, yeah, it exists under a dollar out there. Wow. 99 cents. You know what? It's almost worth driving. Uh, my, my father, what he would do... Uh, see, we live... Uh, or I grew up just north of the city limits of Springfield, and uh, I forget which gas station he would go to. But if there was one on the north side of town, and it was had gas for like say a dollar three, let's say, but across mm-hmm. town, if they had gas for a dollar one, he would drive to the dollar one, not thinking, okay, well, you're probably burning more gas going yeah. to the dollar one. Not really saving right. anything. Not, yeah. <laughs> Well, if you're interested in going to get gas, especially those in Fayetteville, it's just across the Oklahoma state line from from Fayetteville, you know, in that county. Uh, oh, Washington. Fayetteville gas is from a dollar fifty three to a dollar seventy four. You go one county over into Oklahoma, and it's ninety seven cents. So. See, now that would be worth it because that's that would be worth the drive. Definitely fifty cent. That's like almost you know third third to half price. I mean, that's crazy gas. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. The, the, the good thing, I don't want to dwell too much on the, the, the coronavirus much, but, but I mean, I think there's some, pro- I've been hearing there's some promising things like the curve is just starting to flatten. Shara, you're a nurse. Are you hearing that too? I haven't actually heard much, but I, I have to say I am surprised at the numbers that are not skyrocketing for our area. I really thought we would be way up by now. Really? It's actually, it's actually staying pretty level and we're doing okay in our area. Uh, and I think uh, I think we should. Uh, they're do, I mean, and, and I do know that they have said that that you know people staying home and not mingling yeah. with people is working. It it actually does work. Definitely, definitely stay home. Keep staying home. Do what you're doing. Well, I mean, I got a gallon of this paint. I wonder how many other walls I could paint chroma key green. I don't know. <laughs> paint your whole house. <laughs> Who knows if I have a gallon. <laughs> If you paint your whole house, we could make your house disappear like a magic trip. Oh, yeah. how cool. Well, and we could all wear green, and we could be floating heads. Well, I tell you, um, the, the price of this gallon was, uh, I don't think I'm going to get another gallon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty expensive. Uh, well, let's look for the week, uh, kind of talk about the week ahead. We're going to get uh, a Wednesday. Like I said, tonight's Tuesday, so April 1st, April Fool's. Uh, day fools increasing cloudiness for Branson. A uh, high around seventy. Thursday is going to be decreasing clouds. We got like a little system, a uh, rain-starved system, coming through. But then starting Thursday night, yet another batch of rain coming in. I mean, Corey, we're. I mean, are we like the wettest March on record? That I don't know, but we're pretty close. We haven't flooded Branson yet, so. Yeah. Well, the now, good the year, thing. We've, we've had, like, 2007 or 2008 flood was in March. We got 10 inches within, you know, two or three days. That's the so problem. You have, have to take that into consideration. So I don't know if, that, if it was the wettest March, but but the wettest, we, we've, we've had a few wettest marches all within the past, you know, 15 or so years. That's true. That's true, except for that one drought. Yeah, and I, I was, just to, to bounce on that point there, it's like, yeah, I mean, when we had the major flood, it all came within a couple of days. And then now we're just, uh-huh. our 11 inches, except for that four-incher that one day, it's just kind of been steady, you know, just kind of steady. and stuff. So that's how we need the rain. It just, now we just not need it to be so frequent, 
<laughs> you know, right. maybe, maybe rain sure. Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the rest of the time be sunny. That's what I think we should happen. No, but the good thing well, I is, I love when it rains. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, well, Corey's a pluviophile, so and it's not like a pluviophile. Yes, and there's nothing that you need to be doing outdoors right now, or, or to be out in the rain anyway. So let it rain. You uh, know, sure, sure. I mean, and it's not like it's going to rain out your baseball game or anything. Right? Well, that, well, as long as it doesn't start flooding. No, but but they did suspend the the fishing licenses, so they, you know they are encouraging people to get out and fish. Um, right, I think Except I just people are taking that a little to extremes, and now we've got fishing. Bait. Yeah, oh. Warren River. We had we I saw a picture of Warren River, and it was just car after car after car and lining the the river banks, and that's not what they wanted you to do. That's not good. Not a good idea. No, and I I wish they wouldn't do that because what they're doing, there's social gathering when they do that. Exactly. And I know fishermen. Fishermen don't care. They'll they'll get their beer and their, their bait and their, their poles, and they'll stand line, line, line right next to each other and kind of defeats the, the, the purpose of that. Yeah. So, but yeah. since it's April, uh, there's more birds, and my mother gave us just a little bit, so let's run this next segment. The Storm Dar Bird Watching Report. It's the bird watching report. Uh, my mother uh, lives in just north of Springfield. Uh, I mean, nothing really new. I mean, obviously the birds are coming in, but she's reporting uh, a lot of chickadees showing up now. Uh, she's seeing lots of bluebirds and some redbirds. I mean, I just think we can, you know, basically say the birds are coming in. It's it's spring. Spring is here. April's here. They are coming in. And you know how I, last week I told you about... Uh... Uh, our friend Randy Bagby down near Waco, he had one, you know, they always get that one that comes in early called the scout and he's scouting around for food. Yes. Well, that scout has had two more join him now. So that's probably his family or whoever, you know, his relatives <laughs> that he was scouting for. Nice. Hopefully they're going to, hopefully they're going to make it up to Branson here in about two weeks. I would say. You need to get ours. You need to get our bird feeder out there. Yes. I'm still saying April 15th is going to, It'll be that week. I watched a couple of birds out on our sidewalk today that were playing, and like I'd never sat and watched them closely like that. And They're building a nest somewhere. I've seen them with yeah, because they were picking not. up. Yeah, they were picking up little pieces of grass and stuff. And and don't ask us what type of birds they are, because we have we no know idea. They're, they're little birds. They kind of looked like robins. Uh, I know they are smaller. I think. Well, it could be a chickadee. Uh, I mean, I know they're out. Be. Maybe I don't know what the heck a chickadee is, so maybe that's what it was. It's a small bird. Oh, I got to tell you, I got—I just now remember this. My mother texted me like three or four days ago. She was sitting out on her back porch, just sitting there, and I think it was a chickadee. I'll have to go check the text at the weather school. But I'll have to Google what chickadee looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. Um, and she said it almost lit on her and like lit on the table and looked at her, and then. She said, I think she said if she just, if she held out her hand, it would probably have gone to her hand, but it went to a pillow right next to her and started pulling out the stuffing. So that, (laughs) and she sent me a picture of the pillow, but yeah, but that just tells me they are here and they're, they're wanting to build. So that's, I'm going to guess that's what we saw too. I don't know. This didn't look like a chicken. I'm looking at a picture. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. It might've been, but I did look, it wasn't this. I don't know. The coloring was a little different. Oh, from a chickadee? Oh. Well, there's so many birds. I mean, to me, if they have wings and, and a beak, they're a bird. 
like a right? goose. <laughs> I do not know my birds. I know a red bird and a blue bird. Right, right. <laughs> they do that. Robins are easy. I know a woodpecker. They're annoying. Hummingbirds. Yeah, hummingbird, yeah, hummingbird robin. And, yeah, the woodpecker. Oh. And it's so ostrich, funny. I know an ostrich. Well, yeah, the emu. <laughs> emu. <Yeah>. Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Now we're going off the rails. <laughs> no, that, that every March for about a week, there's a woodpecker that comes and pecks on the house about oh, 7.30 in the morning when the sun, you know, really starts coming up. But it's We only- had one at one of our houses that did that. It was right in our backyard. Oh, they're annoying. But mine doesn't stay long. It stays for, you know, two or three days, maybe maybe a week, and then I don't hear it anymore. So I don't know if they're just in transit. Uh, I don't know why they need to peck on stuff. I mean, they're woodpeckers. I know that. that but, well, isn't that what they're like? They're killing or they're picking up bugs or something? I don't know. Oh, maybe that's it. They're looking for termites. I mean, I don't have any termites. Yeah, so absolutely. That's why it doesn't stay long. I don't have, I don't have any termites. So... How about that? There you go. Yeah. But I have been sneezing, so we need to pull this this segment back. <laughs> it's the pollen report. <laughs> Shira loves that sneeze. I love the sneeze. <laughs> uh, pollen report. Actually, Tuesday, uh, it says, uh, is pretty good, although I've been sneezing today. But Wednesday, oh, my goodness. First of March, High. 11.2, Thursday, high, 10.3, Friday, high, 11.4. Now, this is out of 12. So, and then Saturday, I mean, now that's, this is where the rain's coming in. So, the rain's coming in Thursday, Friday, so it's going to kind of settle that pollen. So, what the pollen.com says is the medium high for Saturday, 8.9. Still going to be sneezy. Ugh, I don't know. My it, allergies has not bothered me this year, which is really weird because I usually do have a lot of allergies, but mine have not been bothering me bad. Do you know what you're allergic I'm, to? I I don't. Okay. I mean, generally, it, it was pollen when I was younger. And, like, when I would go out when we were baling hay, I would be swollen and couldn't breathe by the end of the day. But Oh, wow. I've never actually researched exactly what I'm allergic to. Well, I, I think I'm sneezing because juniper is still out. They said juniper, elm, and maple, which is, I mean, I guess they're going to be that way for a while. And I, I'm not sure when cedar is going to come in. I I don't think I'm allergic to cedar. I mean, it makes your car look yellow, but uh, juniper is, man, that's what makes me sneeze. And Corey, of course, doesn't have any allergies, you know. Sometimes. Oh, I thought you had zero he gets, allergies. He gets headaches. He doesn't really get like the nasal drainage and stuff. He just gets sinus headaches oh. when his allergies are bugging him. Well, that that'll work too. That'll that'll definitely do it. I did have a massive headache all day yesterday that I could not get rid of, which could have been allergy related. Oh, probably. Yeah. Did it rain yesterday? No, it rained it, in the evening. Did it, it rained at it night? It didn't rain hard, but yeah. It, yeah, that's right, because we were fine then it started, because I remember, you know, we were setting up the basement last night, and then, yeah, it started raining, and then when Marilyn and Joy left. It rained. We had some pretty moderate rain. I took out the trash and got drenched. Oh, great. I mean, when we, we had to run to town a, and buy birthday presents, and we got I rained on a little bit. <laughs> got to go buy the birthday file, present. So I, <laughs> I wanted to get wet. Well, Court, yeah, you probably got your rain flip flops. You're out there just sitting right. there, standing there with I the was rain flip flops. I absolutely was. <laughs> I know you too well, man. <laughs> I also had socks on and they got wet. Oh, you no. had socks and flip flops on. I was taking on the trash. That's what old men do, Corey. 
Don't put. Yeah, I, I know. I've been hanging around. You. I've been hanging around you too often. I don't. Much, I yeah. do not ever do socks and flip flops. <laughs> oh, I think I think we're going off. We're the all rails. sitting at home like retired people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna. That was my highlight of the day: taking the trash out. You know. Oh well, yeah. Well, you got to take the, the trash out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well usually what my kids are born to do. Well, make them do it. We usually do. We oh. usually do make the kids. But it's raining, so Corey has to go get his rain fix. That's what it is out there. All right. Well, we're we're hoping we're not going to get any flooding, but uh, we wanted to bring back the weather school this week. is all about flooding and all about terminology and how it works. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has just issued a flood warning. What exactly does that mean? A flood is an overflow of water that submerges land that is usually dry. In the sense of flowing water, the word may also be applied to the inflow of the tide. Floods are an area of study in the discipline hydrology and are of significant concern in agriculture, civil engineering, and public health. Flooding may occur as an overflow of water from water bodies, such as a river, lake, or ocean, in which the water overtops or breaks levees, resulting in some of that water escaping its usual boundaries. Or it may occur due to an accumulation of rainwater on saturated ground in an aerial flood. While the size of a lake or other body of water will vary with seasonal changes in precipitation and snowmelt, these changes in size are unlikely to be considered significant unless they flood property or drown domestic animals. Floods can also occur in rivers when the flow rate exceeds the capacity of the river channel, particularly at bends in the waterway. Floods also cause damage to homes and businesses if they are in the natural flood plains of the rivers. There is some confusion on the different types of flood products used by the National Weather Service, so let's go over a few of these products and their definitions. First, the flash flood. A flash flood is defined as a sudden local flood, typically due to heavy rain. A flash flood warning is issued for flooding that normally occurs within six hours of heavy or intense rainfall. This results in small creeks and streams quickly rising out of their banks. Dangerous flooding in areas near these creeks and streams, as well as low-lying flood-prone areas, develops quickly and is a significant threat to life and or property. Next is the flood. A flood is defined as a rising and overflowing of a body of water, especially onto normally dry land. A flood warning or an aerial flood warning is normally issued for flooding that develops more gradually, usually from prolonged and persistent moderate to heavy rainfall. 
This results in a gradual ponding or buildup of water in low-lying, flood-prone areas, as well as small creeks and streams. The flooding normally occurs more than six hours after the initial rain begins and may cover a very large area. However, even though this type of flooding develops more slowly than flash flooding, it can still be a threat to life or property. Next is the flood advisory. A flood advisory is issued when flooding that is not considered a significant threat to life or property is expected or occurring. This usually deals with nuisance flooding problems such as flooding in low-lying areas and areas of poor drainage as well as minor flooding of streets and roadways. This type of flooding causes some inconvenience, but is not generally considered a significant threat to life or property. Now, before a flood, a good thing to do is gather supplies in case you have to leave immediately or if services are cut off. Keep in mind each person's specific needs, including medication. Don't forget the needs of your pets. Obtain extra batteries, charging devices for your phones, and other critical equipment. Keep important documents in a waterproof container. Create password-protected digital copies. Protect your property. Move valuables to higher levels. Declutter drains and gutters. Install check valves and consider a sump pump with a battery. During a flood, depending on where you are in the impact of the warning time of the flooding, go to a safe location that you've previously identified. If told to evacuate, do so immediately. Never drive around barricades. Local responders use them to safely direct traffic out of flooded areas. Listen to the NOAA weather radio or local alerting systems for current emergency information and instructions. Do not walk, swim, or drive through flooded water. Just six inches of water can knock you down, and a foot of water can sweep your vehicle away. Always remember, turn around, don't drown. Stay off bridges over fast-moving water. Fast-moving water can wash bridges away without warning. If your vehicle is trapped in rapidly moving water, then stay inside. If water is rising inside the vehicle, then seek refuge on the roof. If trapped in a building, then go to its highest level. Do not climb into a closed attic. You may become trapped by rising flood water. Go on the roof only if necessary. Once there, signal for help. And after a flood has occurred, listen to authorities for information and instruction. Return home only where authorities say it is safe. Avoid driving except in emergencies. Snakes and other animals may be in your house. Wear heavy gloves and boots during cleanup. Be aware of the risk of electrocution. Do not touch electrical equipment if it is wet or if you are standing in water. If it is safe to do so, turn off the electricity to prevent electric shock. Avoid wading in flood water, which can contain dangerous debris and be contaminated. Underground or downed power lines can also electrically charge the water. 
use a generator or other gasoline-powered machinery only outdoors and away from windows. Flooding is just one fury of Mother Nature. A common misconception about flooding is that once the heavy rainstorm is over, then the flood threat is over as well. Quite the contrary, as the rainwater will continue to run off into creeks, streams, and eventually lakes for days after the rain ends. And, with multiple rounds of heavy rain, the flooding threat could continue for several days or even weeks. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there, hopefully, we're not going to be flooding much anymore. Uh, we, we, we don't need any more water. We need all this water to go away. T- uh, Taney Como is up. Uh, Bull Shoals is designed to hold the you know water, and it's not up to its banks or whatever. But need to keep it flowing. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, now it's time for In Other News. We got some tidbits and something I found online, which I thought was really interesting, and I texted... You, Corey, I don't know if I texted Cher or not. Um, it's called... Uh, you did not. Well, they're called ice eggs. And they look like eggs laying on a, 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 bee, a bank of a, of, a bee, of a you know lake or something. And I thought there were hundreds of them. And I thought, what they is really this? They really did look like eggs. They did look like It's great. You got to show Cher later. But, um, but mm-hmm. no, the definition, uh, they get that way because they're, the definition says a piece of ice that looks like an egg, the result of a rare process in which small pieces of ice are rolled over by the wind and water. Of course, it, it, I guess they just kind of form ice, but then when the wind rolls them, they smooth out like a lathe or something. It just, it's really cool. So I would... All you got to do is Google uh, ice eggs, and uh, you got lots of pictures of them. They're really, really cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, and a lot of people are asking. Uh, we've got several, several messages uh, asking. You know, is it okay if I put my maters out? Is it okay if I put, you know, start planting and stuff? And I, I tell them the same thing. It's like I'm not going to say sure, blah blah blah. I'm going to say okay. The, the way the pattern is now, I don't see Be anything. Be prepared to bring them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, and if the GFS is right, which I really doubt it is, you know, and the snow is not here. It's, it's same central Kansas up towards St. Joseph. But, you know, that. But that but what that tells me is there's going to have some cold chunks coming down. So I'm just personally not feeling the deep, you know, like low 20s. I'm not feeling that. Are you guys have any feeling on that if it's going to be really cold I'm, no i think we're done hopefully I you know I, I always plant my tomatoes right around april 15th same day as hummingbirds come back hmm. so maybe those hummingbirds know that they're going to be here when it's not going to go below freezing yeah and they're not like iguanas they're not so, going to fall off the trees or anything like that well i hope not <laughs> poor, poor little guys <laughs> they could take that <laughs> but yeah that's when i always plant mine april 15th so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I would say like, like exactly like you said, Cher, it's like, you know, I, if you put out the whole spread, then, you know, if we do get like in 30s or, you know, I, we may get to 32, but I'm not seeing. Sometimes f- at night it still gets cold, even if it's nice during the day. We're going to get down to 40. When was that? Coming up soon, right? Well, and 40. last night it got chilly. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But the good thing was it wasn't below freezing. So no, that's what I'm thinking. No. Um, who knows? We may have a little cold snap in April. I mean, I I doubt it. And if we do have a cold snap, we're getting into well into spring now. It won't last long. We're not going to go back in the no. deep freeze. Isn't that the thing with the no. May 4th thing? It just kind of it got cold really quick and snowed, and then it got warm again? It must be. All my grass was completely you know, green and growing because it had been spring and warm. And then that freak little snow came in. It made for a weird picture because <laughs> everything was completely green and the leaves and the everything was and the, the snow was a, a, a wide contrast because, you know, usually it doesn't snow on grass that green. So uh, yeah, cool. I mean, it looked really cool. I thought it looked really cool. You know, and I think mm-hmm. you should bring that back out in May. Uh, on May 4th. Yeah, I, I, people love that because they're like reminiscing. Whoa, we actually had snow in May. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And I saw this I saw this to this this evening. Uh, I just barely got it on our outline. Um, I've been seeing, the, now this is from the National Weather Service also. They said uh, the La Nina, I mean, we are in uh, uh, La Nada, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? El Nino neutral. We're Equal. neutral right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we have been neutral, and they're predicting that to go through summer. But there are, according to this article, there could be some indications that La Nina could develop towards the end of summer into fall. And if that happens, they're talking about it could really ramp up the hurricane season. Well, Does that make sense? That could be. Now, they've been monitoring this. They, they, kind, of noticed, they kind of noticed a trend you know, within the past month that something was going to happen or change. Uh, they didn't go in much detail, but that's that they were watching it and, and keep, uh, you know, keep tuning in for further updates. And now they're actually saying, eh, maybe it'll need to be developing and, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But, but, you know, we, we did get a, a, a hurricane forecast graphic uh, that, that you had found. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot to add that. Do, do you have that handy? Yeah, well, this says it's a, it's a 2020 hurricane uh, forecast, and they're saying we could see 14 to 18 named storms, and out of that, we could have seven to nine hurricanes. Now, only two to four of those could be major hurricanes, oh. and only two to four of those could impact the United States. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot to me, but, you know, right around June or July, they always come out with a an updated hurricane forecast you know every time either it goes up way up or way down that's right every couple of months yeah they'll they'll change it are you moving around Corey? are you sitting still i'm sitting very still okay Okay. you're cutting out yeah you're back you're you're back now yeah you're back now but you're cutting out that's well, the wonderful phone service we have well see we're trying to do it facetime audio because that's really clean but we can't get i don't know can i don't think we can get shara and Corey. It wouldn't so, let us add. It wouldn't let us merge. See, the phone see calls. that's just we would weird. have to call two different devices of yours, like either your iPad and your phone, or you know whatever. Oh, whatever. I don't have enough cords for that. I mean, it. Right. Uh, I mean, we're doing okay. And and like I said, once this once this coronavirus thing passes and we get down, then yeah, and my my basement studio gets done, then you guys come back over. We can all be here and, and make faces at each other. So. Yes. yes, and we do have some special guests lined up that are excited to join us in the yes, studio. Yes, we as well. do. Uh, it's supposed to be next week, but it's just it, it's not going to happen next week. But we're like crap. <laughs> and that the one special guest that I'm talking about needs to be here with us when we're all four for here. 
Okay. Hey, you know what? What? It's April. Yes. Not we're, we're, the second we're, it's not. Well, it's <laughs> pretty much. By the time people listen to this, it's going to be April. Mm-hmm. And I say we're fully immersed in storm season. It's April. You know, we're, we're getting there. But so I want to do a little some some uh, I, I was doing some research the other day when I did all that uh, uh, radar school stuff. And I found some interesting questions and answers about tornadoes. I thought, well, we're getting into the tornado season. I thought, well, maybe we could just bring that up in the podcast. Now, what this is, these are actual questions typed into Google by by people. These oh. are actual Google searches oh, by wow. people. Okay. <laughs> so these are the actual questions they asked Google because they wanted to know the answer. And and I thought maybe we could play a little game. Maybe maybe with you and Shara. I thought we could call it Shara. Are you are you a smartest storm dog? Okay, we're gonna ask. <laughs> oh, I like to Shara. <laughs> we're gonna ask Shara a question, and I'll ask Randy the same question, and he'll tell us the real answer. Okay. I can tell well, you that answer hopefully, right now. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no weather. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now remember, these are actual questions asked by people into google okay all right okay first one is shara this is gonna be for you oh goody where are tornado watches and warnings released from that's what the question was where are the tornado watches and warnings released from i'm guessing he means issued by who issues who issues a tornado watch we'll go with that right now national weather service more more specifically I don't know specifically. I just know they come from the National Weather Service. Rando, who issues a tornado watch? <laughs> that comes from the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of thinking them all the same thing. <laughs> Storm Prediction Center issues all watches. Now, Shara, who issues a, a tornado warning? Wouldn't that be the National Weather Service based on radar? They can see them on radar? Or they've got well, they can pick up rotational on radar. Yes. Right. Now, what? Whereas, where? Who would issue a tornado warning for Branson specifically? Springfield. Very good. Right. Yeah. The 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 local offices, the local National Weather Service offices, they do they issue the actual warnings because you're right, Sherry. Right. That's where they can see it. They got the radar right there. Bam. Then they can issue that warning. All right, Shara. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean when the sirens go off? And we'll say for Branson, what does it mean if you hear the Branson sirens going off? There's a tornado warning in your county, but it also can mean there's high winds or something dangerous. Just in your, It's in your county, though. It doesn't actually necessarily mean there's a tornado on the ground in your town. It just means there's a warning in your county. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 I'll yeah. give that to her. You're getting there. I give that to her. Yeah. Uh, according to Ted Martin, fire chief of the Branson Fire Department, uh, they'll well, issue... any kind of outside danger now, like set them well, off yeah. for high winds, well, even well, exactly, or hail or something. Exactly right. They will issue for a tornado or rotation on the radar. They will issue for winds over 70 miles an hour or. Hail larger than golf ball size because they don't want the rest, they, yeah, the tourists to get hurt who may be outside on hike. You know, you never know where they're at. Or exactly. Gonna be. If you're out in the and parks or on the lake, you need to. You hear that siren? That means threatening, dangerous weather is on the way. Yep. It means seek shelter, then seek information, and that's why they're now called outdoor warning sirens, not tornado sirens. Exactly. 
All right. You're doing well. Okay. Shara, what does a tornado look like on radar? This is going to be, let's say, mean, reflect, the reflectivity <laughs> mode. Uh, what does a tornado look like on radar? I mean, like on a picture, if I'm looking at radar, it's going to be red and a, a hook, which okay, is well, the, the rotation. Okay. I can see it forms that. A, I don't know if that's hook echo. But that hook shows echo. a little hook right. at the end where the rotation is. Okay. Right. And that's... That's usually what it's picking up is the rear flank downdraft on, on, on the reflectivity mode, which shows rainfall. Or on the velocity mode, you're going to have, you know, green, which is blowing toward the radar, and red, which is blowing away from the radar. You're going to have a couplet of, of bright reds and greens. You want to look for that. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. lots of other things if you're, you know, really in-depth and kind of what I went into the Stormdar radar school you can read about but yeah you're doing good yeah the hook the hook echo that's exactly what if you're on the precipitation mode that little hook there and then that's why we always like to cross-reference it with the velocities and that's two of the things we can determine yeah, yeah this one's for you both okay both of okay this gee means, i wonder who's when, I, when, I, when i ask you when i say this is for you both because I, I, it may be a little you know, a step up a little bit in difficulty, okay? Okay. As you may have heard, there was a Jonesboro tornado this past, you know, a few days ago. And for the city of Jonesboro, there was a tornado emergency issued by the National Weather Service. And that means there's usually one on the ground and headed to your city, okay? Okay, my question for you is, where and when was the fir- very, very first tornado emergency issued. Ever in the history ever of the world? Ever in the history of ever. Tornado emergency. Not just a tornado warning. This is kind of a step up from a tornado warning. Wow. Where was the very first tornado emergency issued? Somewhere uh, in Oklahoma. <laughs> I would guess Joplin. I, 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 no, I'll give her Oklahoma. Okay. So was, was it in, in my lifetime? It was. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no idea. Like many years. So would it have been like the more 19 or 2004 or whenever that year was that more had that level? Well, more has been hit down. by so many. Can you be more specific? Well, I'm remembering <laughs> one. It was either 90, like 90, was it 94 or 98? Somewhere in there in the 90s that they got leveled. You know, I'm going to have to give it to her. The very first tornado emergency was issued was declared on May 3rd, 1999, when a F5 tornado struck the southern the Oklahoma City metropolitan area. More Oklahoma. That was the very first tornado emergency. There you go. See, Shara, you knew that, and I, I had no idea. So you win. I thought that it would have been long before that. I thought there had been tornadoes, like, history of ever. Well, tornado emergency, that that's a step up. It's like when you have a flash flood warning, but it, then if it just keeps raining, and then it just gets crazy you get a flash flood emergency which you're you're doing rescue after rescue after rescue i I just remember seeing pictures of more and i mean yeah it was leveled you could see nothing for miles wow that was crazy all right both of you can you hear a tornado coming these are actual google searches can you hear a tornado camp coming if you're close enough but you may not recognize uh, what it is because the rain might be too hard the wind and the rain might be so hard you might not. Can you hear? Yeah, it? you're not going to hear it till it's on top of you, usually. Uh, right. I would say Some, yes. They say, I mean, it sounds like a train coming. 
but it's not until it's usually right there headed for you. That's exactly what the answer says. It sounds like a freight train or it sounds like a whooshing or whirling air. But usually if you hear that, you may be too late. Yeah, you're too right. close. You need to be taken Don't care. wait. Don't wait to seek shelter until you hear that. You don't want to do that. You want to seek shelter whether you hear anything or not. Oh, yes. If there's a well, tornado warning. It can drop on you at any time. Oh, gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's rare it now. It one formed yet. It could drop right on you. Yeah, and and, and, and technology is so good now. I mean, it, the, the lead time is getting much, much, much better in issuing an actual warning and actually not issuing a warning if you know because before when you just could see that hook echo which we you know the other question they weren't sure because they didn't have the a velocity used to go off all the time and yeah well that's got to where right. it was like eh, you can go outside and look and didn't see anything and right you about it warning fatigue it was so and, frequent. and that's true my buddy marty uh, he's from norman and he said yeah he said we'd be out there playing playing baseball and then they'd turn the, the tornado warning sirens on and then he said yeah okay whatever tornado and then keep playing because it, 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 i remember the sirens going off when i would be down playing softball at the softball fields i remember hearing the sirens and we'd kind of you know come into the dugouts and we'd sit and watch for a few minutes and go right back out yeah yeah just to make yeah and, and now it can be so they have the polygon system, so you you can really hone in on specific communities that this storm is going to be threatening, and that's that's why we, as Stormdar, always say, you know, if, if the little sliver, you know, east of Taneyville has a warning, they're going to warn the whole county. So then we come on there, it's like, no, 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 we're we're good, you know, and then and show them why that we're we're saying this. So anyway, we we digress. And these are actual Google searches because some people, you know, they, they go to get their information from Google rather than ask people. You yeah. Know, sometimes it saves it saves your search term. I'll mm-hmm. ask you both this. Okay. This is kind of funny. What is a tornado watch five? A tornado watch five? Yes. What's what a said? tornado watch five? Five. Five. I do, number five. I do not know. I've never heard of that. Huh. I mean, I is, like, is it tornado number? Like, is are they referring to the number? Like, this is tornado watch number. Like number five, four, yes. number three, number oh. five. But the person, and person asking the question didn't realize they number the tornado watch. They number. Oh. So I thought this was a level five tornado watch, which oh. doesn't exist. Okay. So they didn't understand that these tornado watches say you're going to have tornado watch number two, and they don't say number before it. It just says tornado watch one ninety seven, sixty seven, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, we're at level sixty seven. That's not what that means. It means how many watches have been issued during that year. You know what? I I, I give credit to that because we have had that a couple of times. Because sometimes I will post something and say severe thunderstorm watch number one sixty nine is ineffective, and there's like one sixty nine. I've actually had that. Somebody asked me that. Really? Like, Someone asked. Yes. What level yes. Is that? Actually, twice since since I've had the site since we've been. On Facebook, I've had that question. Now there two are times. different levels of tornado watch, which we had this past week. We have a regular tornado watch, and then we have a, a particularly dangerous situation tornado watch. The PDS, exactly, and, and that means well, they also do that with with severe thunderstorm watches as well. You don't see you don't see a PDS thunderstorm watch very often. Yeah, that's that's well, really and I was thinking rare. like at the hospital, you know, like we have different levels to our yeah. to what they announce overhead. We have different levels to wood and we. What we do based on the level of the tornado or the thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. 
if it's a storm or if it's tornado. We know oh, right. when to take cover and when to just be but on the lookout. If you see that. Tornado Watch 50 has been issued for the area. That's exactly what it means. Number 50. See, I try to put, when, when I'm doing it, if you'll notice, I try to put the, the number sign or what they call mm-hmm. hashtag. The kids nowadays call it hashtag. It's a number sign. It's a sharp. I'm a musician. It's a sharp. Pound sign. <laughs> exactly. The pound sign, yeah. And I try to do that in front of the number so it looks more like a number. But I know what you mean. Sometimes it'll just say Tornado Watch 5 is... I, I get that. So, yeah, I guess that could be confusing to the, the non-weather uh, people. Huh, interesting. Okay, Rando, yes. what does a tornado smell like? <laughs> um, wow. <Rain. laughs> um, I mean, I just think of the smell of rain and... The, the petrichor. That's I'm, what asking it's a, I'm asking Rando. I'm asking well, Rando. I was going to say, the one we were in, it smelled like propane because all the tanks had... <laughs> Well, the the only thing I would think of is because if it if it is picking up, if it is on the ground and like doing something and sucking up stuff, it would probably smell a little, a little bit like dirt. Is what you know, kind of. There could be a variety of things, I think. But yeah, I don't, whatever uh, it's throwing around. Yeah, but a tornado itself does not have a smell because it's a whirling thing of wind. What, what well, it, let's what, say, thinking about this. There have been multiple reports of after a tornado goes through, right on the path, that it smells like fresh cut grass when you mow the yard. Have you ever heard that? Well, it rips oh. up all the grass. It was fresh cut. Okay, that makes sense. And you know that smell that you, that, the grass smell that you smell after you mow the yard a lot. Oh, yeah. That's actually right. a, a, a distress signal put out by the grass when it's being cut. It emits this odor as a signal of being in distress. Two other and, grass? And that, the grass is in distress. <laughs> yeah, when you cut it, it knows that there's a problem, and that's why it emits that odor in the sky. Google it. Google it. That is weird. And people crave that, that scent of oh, fresh cut grass. Wow. Well, and the grass doesn't smell like that all the time. See, I like it's the petrichor. Out, it's, it's a distress signal. It's weird. Anyway, wow. fresh cut grass, unless it destroys a building or a house. Then I it said that like one we were in, there was propane tanks just propane. spewing. Well, right. Right. Because those things will just spew. And that's the one thing I remember is the, is the propane. Because we were way out in the country where there was no natural gas. They had that propane tanks. And it was man, bad. everywhere we, we went, headaches. it was terrible. It wow. Was. So, but no, that makes total sense. Because How long I didn't think about that. How does a tornado last, guys? Oh, it does. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it can last anywhere can last from like a, a few seconds. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it varies. I mean, hundreds. We've had they've had we've had long track tornadoes go hundreds of miles in the past. You yeah. know. Yeah. The hours or whatever, yeah. Some of the questions on here are kind of humorous to to us. Like, yeah, can, I bet. Like this, like this one. Can tornadoes pick up humans? Wow. Well, they, they can. <laughs> they can pick up buildings. <laughs> they can pick up cows. Wow. Yeah. To think oh, that I suction vortice, right? Yeah. But that's what Google's for to ask stupid questions, right? Yeah, and I, you know, I don't. I, they're not all stupid, but because because you know, if I if I to an no architect, question. yeah, but to an architect, if I would ask us, I'm getting ready to paint my basement. I have no idea what I'm doing, but a professional painter would look at me and go, "You actually 
what? <laughs> so we'll see how it turns out. We don't know. Hey, Rando, has there ever been an F6 tornado? No. It's, well, you don't listen to... Uh, Is there even the, a six? I thought it well, went to Well, okay. The, the scale technically goes on up to like F10 or 11, but it's Nuh-uh. physically... No, it's, be. no, no. It's physically impossible to get higher than a five. So uh, my answer to this question would be no, there has not been an F6 tornado. Well, there is no such thing as an F6 tornado. Right. I'll have to ah, even know, even though Ted Fujita, you know, he, he came out with the scale. Uh-huh. He plotted out F6 level winds. The tornado scale only goes up to F5. Right. Even if Not a tornado, even if a tornado had F6 level winds near ground level, which is very unlikely, if not impossible, it would still only be an F5. Because once you get an F5, that pretty much wipes everything out. Anyway, just like a Category Five hurricane, there's no such thing as a Category Six. Right. Category Five is completely catastrophic. Exactly. Ex- exactly. And, and that that was my whole point is that if you because it. The the Fujita scale is built on a formula, so that formula can keep going. But in order, and I just remember on yeah. Twister, you know, when they're all like, so oh, "Have you ever yeah. seen an F five? Yeah, yeah, well, F five was just unheard of. Well, no. Well, I thought those were pretty interesting. I wanted to bring those up. No, for, I'm glad you did. That's tornado. Yeah. How cool! So, so a little tornado weather school. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think I like it. You need to do that every every week. So Google something for oh, next look, week. I will. Yeah, time See, I I did pay attention at all this time you've been talking weather. I know <laughs> you did very well. See, you Shara, did very well. you didn't know you were a weather nerd just like us, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and speaking, I know of, the important huh? stuff. I know how to stay safe. Well, and then speaking of really important stuff, the next segment is it's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week. So now you can uh, wow us with your knowledge, Shara, for what yes, is the Stormdar Weather and... Weather Word of the Week. This week's word is Thalweg. Wow. I guess that's how you say it. Yeah, Thalweg, it looks like it. it. So what does that mean? Thalweg is the line of maximum depth in a stream... The Thalweg is the part that has the maximum velocity and causes cut banks and channel migration. So to me, it's, it's a, huh? It's the strong part of the flow. Yeah. I mean, it's probably what carved out the Grand strong Canyon. Strong part of a stream. Yeah. Well, think because it, it's carving. See, I mean, the, the Grand Canyon was probably one huge, big Thalweg that carved it all out. We'll say. Mm. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> That, that that I mean, that's what came to my mind when I saw this. Like the line of maximum depth depth in a stream, because the Grand Canyon was carved out by was it the Colorado River? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the, the part you typed that, up this typed up this outline. I was just reading the word above it. Could mean active hurricane. Oh, hurricane! <laughs> it's it's hurricane season. It's hurricane yeah. season. We're in Brighton. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> I typed it up, so yeah, that's my whole thing. Well, it's her McCain season. 
<laughs> well, you know, hurricane season doesn't start officially until June 1st, which we're getting close to there, you know? Getting there. One month. Well, we have no idea what day it is. No, see, that's the thing. We're all in quarantine now and staying home. Every day feels like Saturday. It does. You know, I, I get up and I make food, and then when the food gets low, then it's like, okay, I need to make a grocery list and run to the store and back. But I'm not going anywhere. So, and and it's yeah, we're like grabbing what we need and getting out of the store as fast as possible. Okay. And just still going to Walmart. Of just having to touch the screen to do anything. And oh, I know. I know. Carrying hand sanitizer. And you you got plenty of toilet paper, I think, don't you? We are well stocked on toilet paper. We could probably actually sell or auction off some. (laughs) Oh, let's not tell anybody. (laughs) I think we have, because we went and bought two packs thinking that we would run out when they were selling out of it. But I don't even think we've had to open those yet. Oh, no. Well, and the good thing is, is now, you know, everybody's stocked up. So now the stores are being able to get restocked. So now you can find eggs. I can find bread. I can find things now. I mean, people are still running. I mean, they're not fully stocked, but at least now we can tell what's going on. But I'm honestly, I'm just going to stay in. I mean, I know my mother needs to put up her her hummingbird feeders. She's got two. uh, I, I, I need to go up there, but. You know, I everybody says if you don't live with them, don't go visit them. Right. I'm like, well, okay, That's now I'm kind of th- where we were at this week. Our family all wanted to come to Griffin's birthday party, but yeah, well, we're I, to- I don't know. It's just not worth the risk it, at this point, especially with the with the older the elderly people because it hits it hits hard, and I don't know. Uh, well, at least I'm going to have a good, a, a nice basement. So, so whenever it's all done, you come over here. You'll, you'll, I'll, I will wow you with, with my basement skills. Yes. Or Corey will say, Ooh. Corey will probably look at it and go, "What the? <laughs> what and did we, you do?" We got a hold of, we got a hold of Mrs. Deal. Yes. That we were hunting for, and she was so excited to be a part of it. So here in a couple of weeks, she'll just be on the podcast yep. with us. Yep. Yep. Uh, she's the one I was talking about earlier. We did. Well, she needs to be here. We need to be in the whole forecast, uh, forecast, whole podcast garb and stuff. Oh, yeah. I offered her to do it virtually and she was like, heck no, no, I want to be there with you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. So well, like I said, a couple of weeks it'll, it will be fine. They'll start flattening that curve and we'll be okay. Uh if it doesn't Keep rain. Staying in. Yes. Everybody stay in. So Corey, you looking forward to the rain this weekend? I am. Why that's the only thing there really is to look forward to in, in these days. You know, uh, so yeah. Bored sitting on the couch. Well, and you have your you know. your radar radar scope on your bookshelf, so yeah, that's really that's cool. Because cool. yeah, you I sent like me a it. picture. Like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice sitting on the couch, being able to watch radar right there all it's the time. It's always on in case something sneaks up on us. You know, that things happen like that sometimes, especially yeah. in especially in August and late summer when you get these pop up storms. Just getting ready to pound into us. I was like, well, where did this come from? You know, and if the so climate, to- if the CPC is correct. And we're like well above normal. We're going to have more of those pop storms come out because we're going to have tons of cake oh, yeah. and energy. Ooh. Yep. And, and then Cheryl will be going, I don't like any of this anymore. I don't know. <laughs> well, you got anything else to share before we sign this sign off? Uh, just stay safe, stay in, wash your hands. Yeah. 
Jared, you you good? I'm good. Yeah, you got Thalweg, so you're 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 all set. Okay, well let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather, like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>